Welcome everyone, I'm Dale Coolis, and you are tuning into the Friday edition of the Berkshire Hathaway Podcast, and today we're joined with realty expert Adam Helgeson, and we'll be talking with him today right after this. What would tomorrow look like if you sold your house today? Maybe you'd move to a new city, or a new country. Maybe you'd pick up birding, or birdies. You could get into wine, not that into wine, or skiing, warmer skiing. Or maybe you'd spend more time doing nothing at all. When you're ready for whatever comes next, we'll be ready to help you get there. Berkshire Hathaway Home Services. What would tomorrow look like? Welcome back, everyone. We are joined in the studio with Adam Helgeson. Happy Friday. Yes, Friday. Yes. Oh, yeah. I, I believe I got a little. There we go. Hey. Yes. Woo! Yes. <laughs> Uh, how's the week been for you so far then? Right for the weekend? Yeah, well, it's been a little crazy with uh, no school, kids at home, wife at home hounding me like, why do you got to work? Why can't you stay home? I said, well, someone's got to make a paycheck, you know? Yeah, absolutely. You know, I mean, we all got to go out and do something, you know? So, plus, I can't stand sit at home doing nothing. I got to be active. I got to be out doing something. Yep. Always, always lots, always lots to do, especially as, as the season winds down and we got all this crazy weather going on. So, uh, I'm just glad temps are warming up again after that little tease with some winter temps earlier in the week. Uh, it's going to be cooling down again. Yeah, I know. Short lived. I wouldn't mind a little shot of snow before deer hunting. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. There you go. Have that, just that perfect ambience, perfect atmosphere, right? (laughs) Well, it gets them up moving and then you know, I don't have to worry about it because I'm one shot, one kill. But <laughs> some of the people that I hunt with like to wound them, and then you got to track them, which is a lot easier in the snow. Oh, so, yeah, yeah, I can see that. That would could be helpful. Now, yeah. uh, on Wednesday, we we kind of did our first part of real estate lingo. There covered a lot of ground. If you had, we if people, did, yes, it was a it was a good show. So I recommend people missed it. You got to make sure to check it out. Bookmark it. It was a lot of ground, and we're gonna wrap it up with a bunch more terms today. Yeah, so I had them in alphabetical order, and we we only made it to the E. <laughs> so, and I even skipped a couple. So, um, now we're going to start off with equity. 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 What do you think equity is? That's like your built up. If I just vague terms here, I'm just a layman, so I just say like kind of like your g- general credit accrued through a period of time. Uh, am I on the right track or way off base? <laughs> yeah, you're you're swinging a miss. Oh uh, shoot! <laughs> uh, so equity is the only part of your home you actually own. Okay. Right. So, like, let's say you owe two hundred thousand on your house, and your house value is two hundred and fifty. Right. You have fifty thousand dollars worth of equity. Um. So a lot of people look at taking out what they call a HELOC, which is a home equity line of credit. Right. Well, what they do is they appraise your house, and then they find out how much equity you have in it. And a lot of times, um your loan to value ratio, which is another one of my terms, right? They'll only give you like 80%. So if you only have, you know, 20 grand in equity, you know, you could probably get a home equity line of credit for like five grand. If that, you know what I mean? It may not be worth it. It may not be worth it. Right. So that's where you got to figure out what equity is. And then when it comes time to sell, you know, you got to make sure you have enough equity where you can, with the current market to sell and actually break even or, you know, hopefully make a profit. Um, but also when it comes to equity, you got to think of when you sell, if you've been in that house less than two years, you may have to pay capital gains tax on that equity, right? So I was just going to say capital gains tax there. Yeah, I mean, yeah that's, that's a new like, one. <laughs> yeah, that's usually like 30%. Um, you know, government wants to take their their part and it's, it has to be your primary residence for a minimum of two years. 
Um, and the reason for that is just for these people that buy a house, move in, flip it while they live there, and then sell it in a year, right? Um, they want to make sure that you know those businesses or whatever get the right tax amount, which sucks for other people. But um, just keep that in mind as far as capital gains. All um, is part of the process. And, and equity, mm-hmm. yes. FISBO. That's, I've never heard of that word. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's F- FSBO. Okay. Um, stands for for sale by owner. Okay. So a lot of times these FISBOs are for sale by owners. They try to sell it by themselves to um, reduce. They don't want to pay the commission for an agent, right? Um, and I always say buyer beware because you want to make sure you're getting represented. You want to make sure, like we were talking about on Wednesday with the, the title and the warranty deed, make sure all that's, there's no encumbrances, all that stuff is taken care of. So you're buying a legit house. Right. And then two, sometimes it's a little awkward dealing directly with the owner, right? Cause owners, they're physically and sentimentally attached to that house. Um, how do you know you're paying market value? How do you know you're not overpaying? You know what I mean? Yes. The appraisal is going to be there, but that's, that only gives you so much. Right? <laughs> then when you do a home inspection, who's going to negotiate that? You know, the homeowner think may something you think is a big deal, they may think is not a big deal. And it's it can be a pain. So the majority of for sale by owners that come on the market within a month end up switching to an agent. Okay, so yeah, so, just good things to keep in mind. Yep. Yeah. Um foreclosure. Okay, yeah. I, I know that's that's not a fun word I've heard over the years. <laughs> <laughs> so hopefully you've never gone through it. Um But foreclosure is when you decide or someone decides to stop paying on their mortgage and then the bank decides to foreclose on it and they take the bank takes the property. Um, Now, a lot of people like want to look for foreclosures because they think it's, you know, an easy sale or you can get it for less. Um, But that's also a buyer beware because a lot of people, if they're getting foreclosed on, they're not usually happy with the bank. So those homes are usually not in the best condition. Um, I've heard of people pouring concrete mix and flushing it down the toilet so the the plumbing gets plugged with concrete. I've heard of people ripping out all the copper piping and selling it, ripping out electrical wire and selling it for the money for scrap. You know what I mean? Sounds like just like one of those situations where if if we're going to go out, we're going to stick it to them, kind of. Exactly. Yep. And I've seen some where people are like, yep, I messed up, I'm foreclosed on, and it's a beautiful house. You know, so you just got to be careful. Um, A home inspection. You know, we talked about an appraisal, and a lot of people get a home inspection and appraisal confused, especially when you're looking at, like, uh, FHA um, loan or a veteran's loan. A lot of people, oh, well, the VA, the veteran's uh, affairs, they do their own inspection. No, that's a VA appraisal, which is the normal appraisal, but the appraiser has to look for certain things that the VA requires, right? Like flaking, appealing paint, proper handrails, that type of stuff. A home inspection is something that's not necessary. Um, it's highly recommended, but it's not necessary. Um, the buyer gets to pick the company of choice, whoever they want to do the home inspection to come in, go through the house, and they check everything. They check the outlets to make sure they're you know grounded properly. They check the roof. They check the foundation. They go through the appliances. They do a whole home inspection and give you a list of... Like all the little nooks and cranny things you may not think to look for initially. Possible defects, that type of stuff. Um, Improper grading where, you know, where the ground is sloping towards the house while the water goes along the foundation. All that type of stuff is what the inspectors look for. 
Um, it's like 350 bucks. It's the best peace of mind you can get. Okay. Sounds like, yeah, sounds like a very good, just, just like, yeah, like I said, peace of mind to have going in. You know, we don't want to be caught with the last minute. Whoa. What what am I getting myself into here? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Um, an HOA, uh, some places have an HOA, which is like a homeowners association. Some of them are different. Um, People are like, oh, I don't want no damn HOA because, you know, some of them are like, oh, you can't fly a flag in your front yard. You can't do this. You can't do that. Um, the houses have to be conforming. You can only build a shed if it matches your house, that type of stuff. Um, a lot of HOAs around here aren't that strict. You just make sure you want to get a copy of the HOA rules. Um, but that's kind of what it is. Um, you pay for the HOA. And a lot of times they will cover, you know, your lawn care, your snow removal, and that type of stuff. And there's also common area assessments, um, which your homeowners association goes to. So, like, um, I, I want to say I, I think I've heard of situations like this, like where there'd be a like a what, like a residential area with a court, and they have that middle lawn area, right? I forget yep. the name of it off the top of my head. So yeah, something like that, or. Um, some of the apartments right behind here are the condos. I mean, you buy the condo, but one of the buildings has a pool. So that's, you know, a common access area. So part of your HOA fees go to maintain the pool or, you know what I mean? A gym or whatever it is that you can use. Or if you look at like the cherry street townhomes, that big addition, you know, all the green space that shared use, all that, you know, type of stuff, your HOA fees go to, to cover that. Um, Homeowners insurance, we already kind of covered that a little bit on Wednesday, but yes, you have to make sure you have homeowners insurance. You want to make sure you're covered properly. So if something were to happen, um, you know, you just can, that you're ready and prepared for it. So, you yep, know, cause exactly. yeah, it's always, and you can shop around for different companies. Different companies offer different rates, just like any other insurance. Of course, you usually get a better rate when you bundle, um, your homeowners car, all that stuff together at one company, they usually give you a little better rate. Um, Always good to get the bundle, as they say. <laughs> yes, yes. Go talk to Flo. <laughs> um, you know, your lender, that's who is borrowing you the money. Um, there's, you know, normal banks in town like Gate City, Bremer, Olaris, right? Those banks can do mortgages. Also, there's mortgage brokers like Wintrust Mortgage, um, Huntington Bank, uh, First Class Mortgage. Those are more mortgage brokers. They can shop around to a variety of different things. Um, 90% of the time, your mortgage is going to be sold off. I know Wintrust is one that can keep some of their, they keep probably about 90% of their loans in-house. And Gate City keeps their loans in-house. So a mortgage broker can shop around more options, um, but your loan is going to be sold off, which is if you set up automatic payments, it really doesn't affect you that much. Um, I know auto- but, automatic payments are just such a, a blessing in disguise with technology over the last couple of decades. <laughs> yep, exactly. Um, now we talked about liens, a lien against the property is, you know, if you owe someone money, they can put a lien against your property, um, which is a, a legal notice that denotes, Hey, you owe someone money. They're holding part of that property hostage until it's paid. Um, and so I think we kind of went over liens on Wednesday a little bit, yep, right? We yep. talked about liens a little bit on Wednesday as well. Um, now the loan origination, we talked a little on Wednesday as well. Um, but just to recap, like I said, that's what the lender charges to file your paperwork. That's how they get paid. Um, and like I said, it's usually 1% of the purchase price. 
so um this is kind of like you know everyone's got to you know make sure they get their compensated for doing their for their just due. <laughs> yep, exactly. So that's the banks. Um, you know, just make sure that the standard is like one percent. But I've seen it all over the board. Um, is so, that one where we were talking about some of these other terms that could be possibly negotiable? Yep. Yeah, like um, Veterans United. Not a fan. Um, they claim to help veterans, but it's like going off a military installation to the first car lot and buying a buying a car. It's usually not the best deal. Um, you know, they were charging almost 0.7% higher than local lenders. So make sure you shop around. Um, and then, too, depending upon the type of loan you do, right, there's a loan-to-value ratio, the LTV. Um, so that's where a lot of people are like, well, I need a 20% down payment. Well, technically you don't. It depends upon the type of loan and your loan-to-value ratio. Um, some loans, um, like uh, if you're a veteran, you can do a VA loan, which they do 100% financing. So you can finance up to 100% of the purchase price. Um, USDA, when you think of USDA, you think of like beef, right, and that type of stuff. Well, the agriculture USDA does a zero-down home loan, too, for rural properties, um, rural or small town. Now, East Grand Forks is considered a small town, but Grand Forks isn't. Right. Yeah. So, Grand Forks proper is the only town in the area that don't qualify for USDA. Um, but there are, you know, pay requirements and stuff like that too. But they will also do a hundred percent, you know, loan to value ratio on your on your mortgage. So, um, really good to keep in mind for rural areas or East Grand Forks can qualify. East Grand Forks, any small town around here, just not Grand Forks city limits. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and if let's say you're having trouble meeting that loan to value and you need down payment assistance, there's North Dakota housing um, grants and stuff where you can get help with paying your down payment. So you can get in as little, but little out of pocket. And now that um, the market slowed down a little bit as well, um, sorry, I'm getting a phone call here. Let me. Oh no! Um, yeah, that's a Lexus dealer in Minneapolis. I don't know why they're calling me. According to my caller ID. Oh. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, there's different different programs out there to help you with the down payment assistance and that type of stuff. And like I was saying, with the market coming down too, we can also ask for seller paid closing costs. Um, where we talked about the closing costs for the buyer for that origination fee for that title search, all that type of stuff we can ask the buyer to cover uh, the seller to cover some of that. So, so they can look into all the various options and be like, yeah. Oh, Hey, we could help you out. I've actually had a veteran buy a house with a zero down home loan. We had the seller paid closing costs. So he had zero money out of pocket. And when we closed, he got like a $2,500 check back. So he got, he made $2,500 buying a house. Yeah. I was going to say, wow, he, he came out uh, making money. <laughs> so, That's awesome. Yeah. Uh, which doesn't happen very often, um, but yes, there, there's always that possibility. Um, another term you might hear is the MLS, the multiple listing system. That's the site the realtors use to find our house, uh, you know what I mean, list houses, stuff like that. Zillow, realtor.com, all those type of websites feed off of our multiple listing system. So if you're doing a search, um, reach out to an agent you trust, whatever, we can actually build a profile for you on our multiple listing system with a certain search criteria. So anytime a new house comes on the market that meets what you're looking for, you get an email that second automatically with the listing. Um, Instantly up to date. Instantly up to date. And it usually takes, 
you know, 24 hours or so for it to feed the Zillow and realtor.com. So it puts you a day ahead above the competition. Um, Very nice, nice feature to have. <laughs> yeah. And then, uh, you know, the pre-approval, this is, a, I know we're running out of time again here, but pre-approval versus pre-qualification. Um, pre-approval means the bank has looked at you pre- preliminary stuff and yep, it looks like you should be good. That's a pre-approval. A pre-qualification just means they have sent all your documents to underwriting, right? Who makes the, the, the determination and you are pre-qualified. Like there's nothing in your history that's going to stop you. So a pre-qualification, if you get a pre-qualification letter, it's always hands down better over a pre-approval letter. Sounds so, very good that they got the background check in the clear. Yep, exactly. So um, also just wanted to throw out there, we still have some pumpkins left. If you want to swing by, um, grab a pumpkin or two with your kids. If you're a customer, we have our trunk or treat event um, from 2 to 530, uh, 31st Halloween. We'll all be out there. We have vendors coming. and uh, I think you'll be here in the Grand Cities Mall, too, for the trunk or treat here as well, right? Some I of you won't guys? be, but I know some of us will be. Yep. Um, that's October 29th, I believe. Yep. So, And then, too, if you want to reach me about any real estate needs, give me a shout. My number is 701 701- 317-1750. You can check out my website, homesbyhelgeson.com, or call any of us real estate experts at Berkshire Hathaway at 746-0303. Well, Adam, we covered a ton of ground on Wednesday and today with the Real Estate Lingo Part 1 and Part 2. Everyone, please make sure to bookmark these episodes. Yes. A lot of great terms to know for the future. Yeah, and I still have some left, but I'm not going to do a Part 3. <laughs> All right. <laughs> well, Adam, thank you very much for your time. I've learned a ton today. <laughs> thank you so much. Yeah. And, and that is a wrap to your Friday edition of the Berkshire Hathaway Podcast. Many thanks to Adam Helgeson for joining us today. Many thanks to producer Paul. We'll be back with the next Berkshire Hathaway Podcast Wednesday morning at 10 o'clock. Until then, hope you all have a very great weekend and goodbye for now.